0: Hello, and welcome to another rousing edition of Solid Steps Radio. I'm Chad Russell. That is Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. How are you this morning, Kurt? I'm doing Superman. You're doing Superman. Yeah, it's a good good day. It is a good day. And uh, we are glad you are listening. Uh, If you're just stumbling upon Solid Steps Radio, Welcome to our world. We're always stumbling <laughs> around here, uh, but we are a show for men, by men, talking about things from a man's perspective. We just want to talk to the guys, and we have ladies come in, and I ran into a lady last week, says, oh, I love listening to your show. She goes, I know I'm not supposed to. I said, no, you can listen, <laughs> but we just want to talk to the guys and encourage the guys and just do things from a guy's, uh, guy's perspective. We talk about everything. We talk about marriage. We talk about money and all those fun things. So if you're listening to the show and you think of someone, hey, they may really enjoy this, Forward this to them. We have a podcast of all of our past shows, and you can go to Facebook, you can go to SoundCloud, and you can just type in Solid Steps Radio, or you can go to Furtherstone org and listen to us. So uh, we thank you for listening. So, you know, if we're talking to men, almost every boy growing up has like a dream job, something they've always wanted to do. And some people, you know, we want to be astronauts and they want to be cowboys, and you ask all these, <laughs> things, that's great. As you get older, you know, you just start looking at what do I really want to do? I think one if you had a short list of of what dream jobs of what guys would want to do, I think sports would be in the mix in some capacity, right? We just love
1: sports. Absolutely. We, that that was my dream. I would play for Globetrotters. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. That's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Kurt Souter playing for the Globetrotters. You should have been playing for the Generals, <laughs> I can tell you that. But anyhow, so sports is almost always in a mix of, of a man's blood, right? We just love sports. We love the story of sports. But every now and then, a guy will actually be able to do his dream in regards to following sports in some capacity. And today's guest, we're going to talk about not sports so much, but kind of the when life throws you a curve kind of deal, and when things things may not go as planned, even though you you think you got your plan laid out.
1: And you know, God in the midst of all that, God is still, he's just directs and leads us as long as we keep trusting him. And, and, uh, so Gary Gupton, it's great to have you on the show, man.
2: Well, it's great to be here. I too stumbled on the show. I was actually on hold to order carryout. So,
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we apologize. We're we terrible cooks, so you better want to just uh, call back.
1: Oh, hey, Ga- uh, Gary Gupton, you have been in the Louisville area, and I mean, your voice has been heard on on television and radio all all over the place. For how many years now?
2: Let's see. We came to Louisville in '94, Kurt. So uh, it's been, uh, gosh, twenty. Three years now. It's hard, wow, it's hard to believe it's been that long.
1: And you, um, and and you have been. You, you had a dream job of being, uh, you know, on the radio, uh, TV, doing sports for what 10, 10 plus yeah, years.
2: Yeah, I was. I did sports at uh, WHS TV for ten years. When I grew up in in Camelsville, uh, Chad knows that well. It's his dad's hometown as oh, well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dream when I was probably a sophomore in high school. I was listening to Wayne Perky on WHS radio, and I thought that's what I want to do. <laughs> and so I started chasing that down as hard as I could, and it finally caught me. And uh, I uh, worked my way through college doing radio and bowling green and, and had some uh, great success doing that. And then upon graduation from Western Kentucky, I was invited to audition for a job uh, doing television sports. And I got my first job at uh, what is now Channel 34 in Louisville. That TV station used to be in Campbellsville, Kentucky. It was the it was the uh, smallest city in America with a high-powered television station. <laughs>
1: wow. And uh, I
2: did sports there for about three or four months, and then the guy who uh, started the television station ran out of business, or excuse me, ran out of money. And then I went to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and then uh, I just started to climbing my way uh, toward the top, if you will. I was in uh, Bowling Green, then I went to uh, Charleston, South Carolina, Jacksonville, Florida, Nashville, Tennessee. And then in 94, WHAS called and uh, invited us to come back to uh, work uh, television sports there. And, and uh, for most of that time, it, it really was a dream job. I was covering the teams that I wanted to cover and doing the things that I wanted to do. Uh, but, guys, one day uh, my wife and I had just uh, finished refinancing our house, and we had decided that Louisville was going to be our last stop. And uh, I walked out of the signing the papers, and I looked at my wife, and I said, because I, we were looking at how long it's going to take us to pay the house off,
1: mm. and I
2: said, I think I can grind this out for 10 more years. And when I, when I heard those words fall out of my mouth, what came upon the reality was is I didn't have my dream. My dream really had me, mm. and I felt like that I was trapped by the money and, and the fame, if you will, and the prestige and all the glamour of going all over the country doing uh, doing ball games, and I was trapped in it, and I had no idea how to get out of it.
1: Wow! And, uh, how, how, so, hey, Gary, so, so Gary, how did you? Um, it, it really kind of dawned on you that day when you kind of renewed your contract.
2: We well, what we were doing is we were signing uh, the papers. We had refinanced the house, and it was going to take us fifteen years to pay off the house. And so I told my wife, I said, "Well, I think I can grind through this job for ten more years easily." And that's when I realized that, that God did not create us to grind through life. He's, Jesus died so that we would have life and have it abundantly. And when I looked around uh, and, and saw, honestly, the kind of life my wife was living, she would call herself a married single parent, because mm-hmm. I would wake up in the morning, and the kids were gone, and she was at work, and then when I would go to work, they would come home, and I was never with them, and then I was gone most weekends. And I realized that I was spending my entire life in that box that we have hanging on our wall, and I was missing my kids growing up. I wasn't seeing my wife. I wasn't seeing my extended family. I, my dream owned me,
1: Wow. And,
2: uh, and I have such a great work ethic. There was not a chance that I was going to quit this job because I mean, my dad, my mom raised us up on a farm in Camelsville, and, and they taught us how to work, and most times on the farm, you're doing stuff you don't want to do. You just get it done, and that was sort of my approach to this job at television. And uh, about, uh, let see, it would have been about 93, there was a change in, uh, excuse me, about 2003, there was a change in management at WHS TV and the guy who came in determined it was time for me to go out. And uh, so they invited me one, uh, in fact, it would have been uh, just about this exact day, as I'm thinking about it, about this day, uh, 13 years ago. I walked into the uh, television station, I've been out at Churchill Downs, did some stories on the Kentucky Derby, and uh, when I walked into the, the office there, the light was flashing where I had a message on the telephone, and I hit the button, and on the other end was this disguised voice, and it said, be prepared, it's happening today. And I called my wife, and I said, Terry, record tonight's sportscast, this may be the last television show I ever do.
1: <laughs> now, what, what What was that, What? I mean, you... There was a message that said that?
2: Yeah, apparently one of my colleagues, and I later found out who it was, uh, but he got word that I was going to get fired that night, and he didn't want me to get blindsided. So he left a message on the voice message at the television station to be prepared it was going to happen tonight. Because it, it was it was not uh, unknown that this news director at the TV station did not like me. I mean, that was very uh, easily... Uh, discernible in that news
0: So Gary and there so, this yeah. there was no there was no love loss. You knew there was it was a rough road. This was not totally it, blindsided.
2: I'm telling you it was uh, it was one of the most uh difficult times in my professional life because um this guy made it made my life as miserable as he could possibly make it the last few months I was working there. It was it was a very Every day was a daunting challenge to no, walk no. in that door. Hey, you're and, such and a great show.
1: Gary. You're such a great guy. Why? That's why? what I kept telling him. <laughs> <laughs> why would he want to do that?
2: You know, Kurt, I, I think I think he did that because he was God's leverage to make me do something I needed to do, but but wouldn't have done it on my own. Mm. Um, you know. Oddly, yesterday, when uh, here in St. Louis, I turned on the television, and the guy who fired me is here. And you know, the first thought that went through my mind is, is I should call him and let him know that what he intended for harm, God intended for good. What is now being done, the saving of many lives. That's what Joseph told his brothers after they had uh, mistreated him for all those years, and he ended up uh, in a prison in Egypt. And then, of course, they came around needing uh, bread and sustenance, and Joseph was in a unique position to save the entire people of Israel. And though I certainly don't equate myself to being in that position, it is really clear that once God moved me out of that job that had me, I have had the opportunity to have the most incredible life. I have done so many cool things since then that I would have missed out on if I was still grinding away on television. Station, uh, television shows two or three times a day now.
1: Mm.
0: Well, i tell you what, Gary, we're going to, coming up on a break, so uh, for all of our listeners, uh, Gary, that story, somebody might hear this and go, boy, his story ended poorly, right, from a world's right. perspective. They go, boy, that was a bad ending. Yeah, he got it fired. Was, it was really an incredible beginning, and so when we yeah. come back off the break, we're going to hear Gary talk about the new chapter in his life and the curve that got thrown him. But, you know, hey, sometimes throw you, they throw you the curve, and, and you got to be ready for that. And It was uh, a gift from God. It was a gift. So we're going to hear more about that from Gary here in the next segment, talking about where he went from there. So we want to thank you for listening, and uh, we appreciate that. And we'll be back here shortly on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our second segment of Solid Steps Radio. I'm still Chad Russell. That's Kurt Sauter of Further Still Ministries. And our guest today is Gary Gupton. And we're talking about Gary's uh, uh, career paths. and, And many people would look at their paths and go, man, that's exactly the route that I'd want to go. That's the dream job. And uh, speaking of dream jobs, if you have uh, just a dream carpet that you really want in your (laughs) life, you need to go to Carol Rogers Carpet One. They have the best flooring in town. You also want to go to Vision First. You want to uh, Ellen and Credit Union. And uh, we also want to thank Bright Star and Country Lake Christian Retreat Center. Those are, are our sponsors of our show. And because they partner with us, we're able to come on air and also have A commercial free podcast and we want to thank those guys and uh, ask if you would please consider looking in their direction when you need some new new products
1: so Gary you you're in this dream job you've been doing it for 10 plus years but inside you're beginning to waste away
2: Yeah, Kurt I can tell you the last five years I was at HES three to five years in that range Uh, there were days when the job was very rewarding But I can tell you that every morning I would wake up alone in the house because Jerry was gone and the kids were at school and I would rush down to the mailbox to uh, crack open the newspaper to see if I got eaten on a story because that was so uh, incredibly uh, valuable to my boss. And fortunately, I didn't. But it just shows you how miserable my life was is I I never had a peaceful moment, Uh, always watching the clock, knowing when it was time to go into work. And... uh, even though the work itself was enjoyable, some of the stuff uh, associated around it wasn't. Mm. And and if I had to, uh, if I had to cast a word to describe my last few years in daily television, it was absolute misery. Uh, I was making great money. I was well known. Uh, I was doing a job that I love, covering teams that I enjoy covering. But I was absolutely miserable.
1: That's uh, uh, it. Was it the misery of? Uh the, the part of the job that um, just the accountability and the pressure?
2: No. You know I think it was, Kurt? I think the misery was God-inspired
1: mm. because
2: He had something bigger for me than I could dream for myself. And I think uh, as I look back over my life, God has given me the chance to experience so many things that were a fascination to me that I was interested in. And and what I found, guys, is all of them are interesting, but none of them are fulfilling. Mm. You know, they, they keep you going, they pay the mortgage, uh, they uh, captivate your mind, uh, but none of them, all the cr- cool jobs that I've had in my life, they're good for the moment, but they're not fulfilling. And what I mean by that is, all of us, no matter what kind of job we're in, there has to be something that, that positions us and centers us beyond our work. Now, work is important, because when you think about God mm-hmm. revealed Himself to us in Scriptures, in Genesis 1-1, he said, God created the heavens and the earth. So the very first characteristic of God that he introduces to us is him at work.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: work is important to us. It, it must be important to us, but it can't be the most important thing. And for me, it was the most important thing. Everything else that I did in life was sacrificed to make sure that I was on that television at 6 and 11 every night, five, six, seven days a week. And, and my priorities were just totally out of whack. And what I needed to do was to um, reposition myself so that my faith in Christ was number one, my relationship with my wife was number two, my relationship with my kids came next, and then work was somewhere fourth, fifth, or sixth down the line from that. But I think I was miserable, honestly, because my priorities were just totally Contrary to what God's plan and purpose is for all of us, not just me.
1: You know, Gary, what you're—I mean, what you're describing reminds me of the Israelites when they were in Egypt, and and God made it so miserable mm-hmm. that 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 was kind of the catalyst for them catapulting out of Egypt to eventually get to the Promised Land.
2: Yep, I think it's a great analogy. It really
1: is. Sometimes God, uh, it's got to get worse before it gets better, and He will get it. Sometimes allow it to get pretty, pretty stinky before. He before we are willing to, um, you know, move on to the next, to the next job, the next whatever God calls us to,
2: and and to further the analogy, in all these transitions I've had since then, and the and the cool things I've gotten to do, some of those have been really really hard, and there are times that I would look back and go, man, if I were just. If I just had the stability of the television income coming in, mm-hmm. not unlike the Israelites who would say, well, you know, at least in Egypt we got to eat uh, cucumbers and fish, and now we're out here eating manna. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a totally perfect analogy for that. But then I would waken myself and go, man, I don't want to climb back into that grind that I mm-hmm. was going through before.
1: I don't want to go um, back to Egypt.
2: <laughs> nope, nope, don't want to go back to Egypt. Now, <laughs> I can say this, that with my kids grown, it, would, it wouldn't be quite as as taxing. As it was back then but for example I'm here in St. Louis getting ready to watch my younger son playing a golf tournament and if I'd still been in in the daily grind of media I would have missed my kids growing up and you mm. don't get those days back Nope. and I can't tell you how many colleagues I've talked to in the television business who've worked those dreadful hours of 2 to 1130 and and uh, and now they see their kids grown up grown up and, and even though they've had great success in the media the price has been their children, mm. and, and I just thank God he saved me from that, because I'm telling you, I was not in a position to save myself from it.
1: Uh, there's not many guys who say um, being fired was a blessing and a gift from above.
2: It's, absolutely. <laughs> it, it didn't feel like it that day, Kurt. In fact, the day I got fired, I came home and I called my real estate, my neighbor was in real estate. And I, I told him that, uh, I said, look, I just lost my job. I've got about enough money in the bank to keep us afloat for four or five weeks, and we're going to have to sell this house. And um, one thing that we, that Terry and I uh, have done our entire lives, is we have tied, Even when it didn't make any sense to do it, we have done it our entire lives. Mm. And I'm telling you, we saw God carry us absolutely supernaturally, because I got fired at that TV station. I did not get one penny of compensation. I mean, I walked out of the door with no insurance and no money, but I had a God who owned it all. Wow. And, and I'm telling you, with mortgage pay and kids in school and all those kind of things, uh, God absolutely, supernaturally took care of my family. Mm. And, and that's not some Southern Baptist hype. I'm telling you, we saw God do remarkable things in our lives that only He could do. And, and from that, we've been able to set up the 12 stones for our children. If you remember another uh, great story from the Bible, to remind our kids that these are the path that your mom and dad walked, and that, uh, and that you're going to walk in challenges when you get your own family and your own house and your own job. But know that uh, God has a plan and purpose for your life, that your job is to remain as blessable as you can. You're going to make mistakes. There's going to be sin, because we're... We have a sin nature about us. But as best you can, live a life that puts you in a position where God wants to bless you and he can bless you. And, and I really think tithing was a big part of that because we trusted him um, uh, in, in that regard, and he blessed us on the backside of it and continues to bless us today.
0: So, Gary, what was the next step? You know, you get fired, and all of a sudden, where do you go? What direction do you look into, where would you end up?
2: Well, the, the next step was uh, when I was in undergraduate school at Western Kentucky, I felt like I was called into the ministry. I enrolled at Southern Baptist Seminary, got there, and I realized that I, uh, that was not where I needed to be. And so uh, there was always been this kind of gnawing at me uh, about being in the ministry. And so I, I went on staff at Highview Baptist Church and uh, was on staff with those guys for five years. I did the, uh, uh, the men's ministry, which is how I got to know Kurt. You, you um, became a preacher. I became a preacher, absolutely, <laughs> and, uh, and, and so that, that's a, an avenue of my life that I absolutely treasure because I got to, uh, to do that full-time for about five years and love the experience that came out of that. Uh, from there, I board and started my, I started my own ministry that I ran for about uh, three, four, five years, and it was geared toward um, sharing the gospel with uh, men in the business world, Uh, And just really kind of coming along beside people that uh, business world, sports, uh, golf, uh, coaching, that type of thing, and uh, enjoyed that experience. And then uh, God has just opened up uh, door after door. I did uh, network uh, play-by-play of college basketball games, uh, started my own uh, television uh, company that I ran for about uh, maybe 10, 12 years, I guess.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Um, So there's so many Incredible chapters uh, that God has allowed me to write since He did what felt like nearly 13 years ago. Uh, this month was one of the worst days in my life, and it it turned out to be one of the greatest blessings.
1: Mm, I, I mean, that's every the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of the heavenly lights, and yep. and you you experienced that in the midst of a tough tough season. Uh, you saw the faithfulness of god I
2: did and and I tell you guys it it's one thing to get fired and it's another thing to get fired and, and have it in the newspapers and on the radio i mean it was it was really humbling and and that was probably a a good dose for me as well, to be honest with you, because I've been in the public eye since I was seventeen and and that was a that was a necessary step and and process for me to go through mm. and um it wasn't pleasant uh but you know, it, it uh, the heat rendered the silver and the gold uh, as much as it could, <laughs> and um, you know, glad I went through it. We won't will one go won't go through it again. But for my, it was it was my journey. That that's what God had for me. That's my journey. Mm. And you know, I look around at at some of the things that, that Terry and I uh, have endured in, in our marriage, with my son Grant being uh, so sick when he was born, and and the literally hundreds of thousands of dollars of um, of medical bills that we had to pay over over a span of years
0: hey gary Um, tell you what can you hold that thought we want to take a break we're going to come back and pick up on that about gary making this transition then all of a sudden still having all these responsibilities that didn't leave and uh, how that was a blessing and not a burden so we're going to take a break and we'll be back shortly on solid steps radio